just allow all that you are to settle into the love, the joy, the essence of spirit in the now. Powerful group. Namaste. So I thought we'd begin today's service with playing a little game, right? So the game is this. The game is, guess who's coming to dinner? And maybe a more appropriate name would be, guess who's coming to dinner for Valentine's Day? Because I know that many couples have plans of going out for a nice evening out, perhaps going to Bones or Vini Vini Vici, and still some have plans to go over to the Waffle House on Cheshire Bridge, which does their Valentine's Day motif. Now, for the record, the Deck Out Waffle House on Valentine's Day is such a popular spot that you have to have a reservation weeks in advance to get in. So, if you haven't made one by now, you got to make your own smothered and covered at home. I also know many singles plan to go out this evening and celebrate Valentine's Day together, sharing their various views on how commercially crass this holiday has become, with many looking over their friends' shoulders, hoping to spot an unclaimed Valentine. And of course, if that doesn't work, there's always the Kroger. And many of you know my views on meeting someone at the Kroger. I think it's a good thing, you know, perfectly acceptable. And the produce aisle is where you find the most active. Frozen foods for the more homebody crowd. And always stay away from the canned aisle goods. Those people aren't right. <laughs> Lastly, there'll be a multitude of couples who, for whatever reason, just and singles, who just choose to stay home. So now that we've covered all the bases, let's get back to our game. Guess who's coming to dinner? And the answer is rather, really rather simple because, see, regardless of whom someone sits down to dinner with, regardless of where you sit down to dinner, and regardless of whether your dinner is with a new flame, an old bow, or by yourself, God is coming to dinner. Allow that to sink in for a moment. God is coming to dinner. So the only remaining question is, are you prepared to show God a good time? In The Science of Mind, Dr. Holmes wrote, Who is born of love is, a, is born of God, for God is love. Without love, nothing can be accomplished. With love, all things are possible. And when we love, our prayers are answered and the gift of heaven is made. The gift of heaven is not death, love, not hate. Peace and not confusion. And we enter into this paradise through a gateway of love towards one another and toward God. Love is greater than all else and covers a multitude of mistakes. Love overcomes everything and neutralizes all that is unlike itself. Love is God. I like the part about love covering a multitude of mistakes because I really can use that. Can't we all sometimes? Being born in this journey, into this particular journey at this particular time, means that you are born of God. Therefore, you are born of love. And humanity as a whole sometimes has a propensity to lose sight of the significance of 
the truth on its journey. We could justify this propensity by saying, well, yeah, I understand that. I understand why they forget. Life gets in the way. There are bills to pay, mouths to feed, a job to go to. People are taught prejudices and sometimes accept those prejudices, whether it's through political or religious alliances. And there's a lot of cluttering of the consciousness of humanity, which cloaks this simple truth. You were born of love. And when it gets cloaked in that myriad of attention-stealing erroneous thought, we forget to act of love as opposed to acting of effect. To live our truth, I am born of the love that is God. Therefore, I am born to create and achieve all things as divine love. We must be ready to show God a good time and make the conscious choice to affirm and live our truth without reservation or hesitation, regardless of external circumstances, race, consciousness, and whether or not someone is sitting across from us at the dinner table. I'm going to ask that you take out your affirmation card this week. <clears throat> and I'm going to ask that we affirm this affirmation together. Are we ready? Here we go. I am born of the love that is God. Therefore, I am born to create and achieve all things as divine love. I am always ready to show God a good time. Now, I think that's pretty good, but let's do it once more like we actually feel it. We actually mean it. Here we go. I am born of the love that it is God. Therefore, I am born to create and achieve all things as divine love. I am always ready to show God a good time. Yes, baby. So affirm that. Let that affirmation be the start of your day and allow it to be your last thought before you drift off to sleep at night. And not only will you be showing a good time, but you will all be, always be ready to give and receive and be love now, which is the title of our lesson this morning, Love Now. So I want to share a great love story with you. That love story is about Hannah and Barry. Hannah and Barry had been married for over 60 years. 60 years. That's a lot of time. That puts my 27 years to shame, right? So for 60 years, just, just love and companionship. And one evening, they're sitting at home, they're watching the TV, and they're watching a, a documentary. And the documentary has various experts speaking about how one should prepare themselves in case of death. And in this discussion, or in this during this documentary, Barry turned to Hannah, and he took her by the hand, and with a very serious expression on his face, he looked her in the eye and he said, you know, dear, I want you to promise me that if there ever comes a time that I am dependent on just machines and bottled fluid, that you will make sure to put an end to it. Pull the plug. Hannah took a deep breath and looked into Barry's eyes and nodded her head with a knowing smile and said, well, of course, I can do that. No problem, hon. I will do that for you and me both. 
Then Hannah got up, turned off the TV, and poured Barry's beer down the drain. And said, anytime you're ready, hon. Evidently, Hannah was ready to show God a good time. When we are having a meal alone or with a companion, we are having a meal with the love that God is. Every time we speak about ourselves or those who are sharing this journey, we are speaking of and to the divine creative energy of love. We want to set our intention to love now, to show God a good time, as the energy that is God is love. And like will always manifest like. Like will always attract like. If you have a date for Valentine's Day this, this evening or this afternoon, awesome. Good for you. I do marriage marriages, you know. Just realize you're not only having an evening out with your spouse or companion. You're having an evening out with the love of presence and full fruition resonating, aligning with the love of presence and full fruition enjoying life as you. And it is in that recognition of all being born of love, all things become possible. And if you don't have plans with someone this evening, awesome. Realize your evening is not being spent alone. It is being enjoyed, resonating and aligning with the love of presence and full fruition, enjoying life through you. The only thing which can keep someone out of this awareness from f and taking full hold of their consciousness is entertaining a thought which contradicts it. You follow that? If I'm going to entertain a thought that says, oh, I'm spending this day alone, then I'm not spending my time with a thought that says I'm the full force of love, just as I am. And that is the good that attracts to me. That is the good which attracts to me. The universe wants to have a good time through, as, through you, as you, and with you. However, it cannot do so if our thoughts are focused on anything other than I am born of the love of God. Esther Hicks said, you don't have to work. Love this. You don't have to work at being in the high vibration that is natural to you because it is natural to you but you do have to stop holding the thoughts that cause you to lower your vibration it's a matter of no longer giving your attention to the things that don't allow your cork to float or don't allow you to vibrate in harmony with who you really are what you really are is the love of love that is God with all of its potentials and possibilities, all of its attributes, enjoying this physical body within the physical world. And we love this because your natural state is a vibration of love. And all that other stuff serves to either align with that vibration or keep us in a lower vibration. And all that other stuff can be what we said sometimes overclouds the consciousness of humanity. Whether it's not having a spouse, whether it's work issues, whether it's health issues, 
those are the thoughts that bring our alignment, our energy level back down. And what we want to do is look for those opportunities, those thoughts, those visualizations, which raise our vibration up. Now, we're not talking in this scenario just about self-love. We're not speaking about just taking care of you. It's a little bit more than that. What we're talking about is knowing in all things that you do, you do it as love. Therefore, when you sit, if when you make a meal tonight, whether it was with with you or a loved one or a companion, break out the good china. Break out the good china. But it's only me. No, it's you as presence. It's you as presence. So we want to move into that feeling of always. We're not just entertaining ourselves or someone else. We're entertaining the thought, the vision, the energy of the Most High. And that sets our intention. That sets our intention to always be in alignment with Source. To always be in that field of energy which attracts only the positive, only the good, only more love into our experience. And there will be those that say, well, you know, I, I got it, I understand. But this is all that's going on for me right now, and I have a lot on my plate. So I just don't know about breaking out the good china. I just don't know about giving myself a respite from the worry. Look, you are not your current circumstance. Whatever that current circumstance is, you are not your current circumstance. You, your current circumstances are who you were not who you are. Your current circumstances are the result of previous thoughts, previous actions, previous intentions, even previous vibrations. Who, who you are is what you are thinking, believing, feeling, emoting right now in this, mo in this moment. And if you can get into that vibration that I am born of the love of the divine and I'm ready to show God a good time, then that's what the universe is going to bring you. A really good time. It's like when you go out, if you've ever gone out and you, you go to, let's say you go to a party, you got two party choices to go to and you walk in and one's just not happening. You're just not feeling it. Ever been there? Of course you have. So you decide to go to the other party and the other party, it's happening. The energy feels right. You want to present that party for yourself all the time. That feels right. You were born to have a good time. You were born to create the highest vision possible for you. Whatever that vision may be. And that is the vision you want to maintain. All the other stuff, it's a was. Totally irrelevant. What's in, what is important is what you are entertaining in the now. And so we want to begin looking at, well, you know, but in my journey, there are folks that just don't like me. There are folks that don't like me. And it may be that they're taught to be prejudiced. It may be they're taught to worry. They're taught to operate from the ego, which comes from those religious, religious and political affiliations, etc. And that's okay for them. You are not here to craft your journey, how you feel, how you think, how you act, based on how someone else feels about you. 
You were here to express the love of presence to the best of your ability at all times. See, I think this is why Dr. King said, I've decided to stick with love. Hate is too great a burden to bear. He knew that regardless of what was going on out there, his primary focus, his primary intention was to be love at all times, to see love at all times. And when we're in that primary intention, then we can just keep throwing more and more love out. Why? Because it never ends. The essence, the love, the energy that we are is infinite as it is God. So throw, the more love you throw out, the more that's going to come back to you. Because love operates like a boomerang, if you will. You cannot throw love out and not receive love in return. So we want to begin asking ourselves, what level of consciousness am I operating from? This is why Michael Beckwith said it's the consciousness with which we participate in activities that makes the difference. It's the consciousness with which we participate in activities that makes the difference. So if we're having dinner tonight with our loved one for Valentine's Day, and it's like our thought process is, okay, they brought me here last year. Same card, too. That's going to make a difference in our journey. And if our consciousness is, wow, I'm sitting across from a wonderful expression of source. I'm sitting across from love and perfect fruition, resonating with the love that I am. It is that consciousness that will make a difference. You follow that? Of course you do. So begin looking at how do I how do I begin up leveling my thought so that every thought I have is about love. Everything I do is about love. Sometimes we want to make sure that we love someone enough that if that means leaving them alone, we'll do it. And sometimes it means loving ourselves enough that we want to be left alone and honoring that. And so there's nothing wrong with living at that vibration of love, knowing that that's what's going to return to us. I love stories about Dr. Holmes, Ernest Holmes, the founder of the teaching, because what I find in stories about him is there's always that, that nugget of truth, there's always that realization example of how he lived this teaching. He didn't just teach it, he lived it. And that's huge because he practiced the principles that he taught. And there's a great story about Dr. Holmes. And, and I want to encourage you, if you haven't read a biography or, or books about his life, do so. Because you're going to discover in all of his travels, he knew and practiced that he was born of God. And out of that practice, he accomplished many tremendous feats and healed countless individuals, all because he began his day centered in the intention to express and live the best of love within his journey. So the story I like about Holmes is about one day he was called to a hospital to, a hospital to treat for, for a lady who was assumed to be in the process of transitioning. And he stopped before he went in to the hospital room 
and he took the time before he opened her door just to prepare his mind. And then he goes in the room and he begins to tell her as she laid there with the tubes coming out of her and her eyes rolled back in her head. He just began talking to her and he told her how good it was to see her and how wonderful she looked and how valuable she was to the community and her friends. What a great voice she had when she sang with the choir and that she was just the best hostess, hostess at the church that they had. And pretty soon, a smile came across her face. And she opened her eyes, and she looked up, and she said, Ernest? And he said, Good. Good. How are you? I just dropped by to say hello. I'll see you in, the, in church. Now get out of here. And she did. And she did. And what we want to ask ourselves is, well, where was the affirmative prayer in that process? The affirmative prayer was the action itself, the action of caring, of expressing love. And the affirmative prayer was done the several minutes before Ernest took himself into the room, where he readied his mind, he treated his own mind, seeing the perfection the love within her. He didn't want to ever, as he called it, mess up his mind with the appearance of things. He spoke the words of love and compliments to get the woman's attention, to show her, the divine within her, a good time, that a good time was still available, and to make her feel good. But the spiritual practice, the treatment, was done in his own mind during those first few minutes before he even entered the room. He knew she was not a patient dying on her way out, but an expression of love interacting in the now. That was the energy he aligned his thought with. And the law of attraction, regardless of the external appearance at that time, took care of all the rest took care of all the rest. See, with love, all things are possible, as nothing is impossible to the allness and the fullness of the creative force of spirit. We share this story to serve as a reminder, to have a time of ceaseless good within our journey. We have to be prepared to show, to set our intention to show God a good time. And you know what a good time for God is? Nothing other than the good, the healthy, the loving, abundant, and successful thoughts and images that we choose to focus our attention upon. That's a good time. That's a good time. So what are the actions that we can do right now to remain centered in this aura, this energy of love? Well, it's Valentine's Day, so... As most of you know, this is my yearly call to say, go out and adopt an animal. Go out and adopt an animal. Went to PetSmart last week. There are tons of cute little kitty cats there. And, no, not at PetSmart, no doggies. Only during the week, or only on the weekends. So there's tons of animals to be adopted. Yes, you can get a dog. That's okay with me. And if you don't like the idea of caring for a dog for that, 
or, or a cat or any animal for a long period of time. I always suggest adopting it anyway and then giving it away out of love. Go out and buy a homeless person a meal. There's a new thing going around Facebook right now. I've seen it. I like it. For, called 40 Days Something. And for 40 days, you take stuff you no longer use out of your closet, and you put it in a bag, and at the end of the 40 days, you take it to whatever local charity of your choice. And you do these actions of love for one purpose, one intention, to be that activity of God operating in the now, the activity of love operating in the now. Because what are we doing? We're throwing the love out. And there's the way the universe works, as we throw that love out, more love is going to come back to us. More love is going to come back to us. This is how energy expands. This is how we draw more love into our experience. But is, it, is this love just about having a significant other or companion? Of course not. This love is the creative force, the formative energy of all that is. So we, when we're focused on being that loving presence in the now, creating from a conscious intention of being love, the universe opens up for us. The universe opens up for us so that every word we speak, whether it be for love, health, wealth, success, abundance, whatever, so that every word we speak is centered in that positive, vibrant energy. And that is what attracts more of that positive, vibrant energy. When we are focused on this, focused on just being that love in the now, we begin to realize that within this energy of love, within love, there is no, there are no restrictions. There is no poverty in love. There is no separation or sense of loneliness in love. There is no illness in love, as it's only health. As you act as the love that you are, you are bringing the wholeness of the infinite, the connection to all of life fulfilling itself within your journey. Want to experience great health, more success, more abundance? Anybody want to say no to that? Treat for being love. You want to experience the end to some trouble that's been going on in your journey? That's maybe caused you to lay awake at night? Treat for being love. There is no greater force in the universe no more vibrational energy that you can align yourself with that is go going to bring that good into your life. People forget to be love now. They forget to be presence now. Because somehow they think that just because there's an external circumstance, something not right in the external world, they've lost that connection. And you cannot lose that connection. You cannot lose the love that you are. What we can do, what people sometimes do, is forget to focus on the love that they are. And know 
that that love itself can heal, transform, and make all things new. Affirm for yourself every day. Ask yourself every day. Are you showing yourself a good time? Are you showing the God that you are a good time? If so, great. You are operating in the vibration of love. If not, the question is, what is the vibration that you are offering to the universe? That's a really big, big one, isn't it? What is the vibration, if not love, you are operating to the universe? Because it is that vibration which is going to serve to attract more good to your experience. So I want to focus on just a treatment. Just a treatment to begin winding us down a little bit. And the treatment is on love, and I invite you to take it silently for yourselves. Here's what I know. I affirm all the beauty and ever-present joy of life is an expression of the creative force of God. I know the creative force of God is only pure, unconditional love manifesting throughout all of life, as the creative force of love is all of life. I am the unconditional love of the divine. I am the perfect expression of God's unconditional love. My consciousness of love creates an extensive array of like-minded and like-loving individuals who allow me to establish wonderful friendships and spectacular loving relationships. I allow the love that I am to be the loving answer for everyone in my experience. I am never single or alone as I am, as I am always acting in harmony and in conscious alignment with the creative force of presence. I know all the love that I am is the limitless, unconditional love of spirit expressing through me. I allow the creative love that I am to be the perfect answer to the perfect prayer for those who seek a loving experience, as I am always willing to be the loving answer to someone's loving prayer. In a consciousness of love and gratitude, I release these words knowing they are so, and we say together, and so it is. Edwin Hubble has one of my favorite quotes of all time, and he says, Every action of our lives touches on some chord that will, that every action of our lives touches on some chord that which will vibrate in eternity, resonate in eternity. What are the actions of your thought? What are the, what are your actions offering to the universe? Are they actions of love? Because that's the vibration that's going to be touching, vibrating out into eternity. And if we can focus on that, if we can take those actions of being love for the sole purpose of just being love, expecting nothing in return, then we open up the floodgates of all the good of the universe coming into our experience, being love, resonating with us because we know how to show God a good time 
Pearl Bailey said, what the world really needs is more love and less paperwork. I couldn't agree more. Put down the pens, put down the paper, and go and be loved now. And so ends our lesson. Namaste. All right, if you would please say the offering affirmation with me, infinite mind, in as and through me, blesses and multiplies my offering, blesses and multiplies my offering, it does its good and perfect work, does its good and perfect work, and returns to me, multiplied abundantly. And if the ushers, uh oh, oh, and if the ushers would please come forward.